This is Community Connection on 21 WFMJ. We look at the people and events that make our valley great. Now here's your host, Madonna Chisholm Pinkard. Good day and thank you for tuning in to WFMJ Community Connection, your local link to the very best in community relations, community information, and community news. I am Madonna Chisholm Pinkert. Happy February. It's Black History Month time to celebrate with knowledgeable folks from out from without our within our community and to share great information just for you. I would like to welcome this morning my friend Robert Finn from the Social Security Administration. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's 2021, and I know you have great information to share with us today. Yes, well, as long as you said it's not 2020, <laughs> I'm going to share anything that's great. This is good We're news. Done with it's that, 2021. Right? We're done with that. Yes. Well, thank yes. you so much for, for making this arrangement happen, Robert. I really appreciate you. You know I do. So let's get started. Yes. What do you have to share yes, with us yes. today? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, again, uh, thank you for this opportunity. Happy Black History Month. Uh, I have a lot of information, good information to share with you. So right now, I want anyone who is viewing this or listening to me, make sure you have a good seat. Sit down, get your pen and paper ready. I'm going to throw a series of topics to you. Um, I want to share with the audience um, information about, well, of course, Social Security benefits, but I'm going to make sure I cover during this time, this pandemic time. I know there's ways in which individuals are trying to reach us and they were not sure, okay, well, how do they reach Social Security? Um, what if I go back to work? We're in tax season now, right? So individuals are going to know certain things about that. So this presentation I'm going to share with you and have this conversation is, is going to be a variety of things, a potpourri, if you will, of topics. And I'm hoping that um, each one of these topics um, are, are something which you can glean from and just gather information and maybe help yourself or family members. Sounds so with great. that being said, I'm going to get this started. All right. All right. So let me pull up this information. Do, 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 do. All right. Good. I'm sharing. All and right. I just want to make sure. Can you see that? Yes, we can. There it is. All, All, right. Right. All right. Now, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that... Uh, I am going to share several phone numbers and the like. And if there is a phone number that you see that uh, maybe you didn't get to write down, um, of course, you can contact the, the uh, w, uh, FMJI, WMJI. You can contact them and just, just follow up with them. Or um, if you're looking for me to maybe come out and, and, and give the presentation myself, I'm giving you the uh, email address is chi dot rpa at ssa.gov you could send me an email send an email we at social security will receive it i can do a webinar for your for your church your synagogue your union hall your your place of uh, business work uh, it doesn't matter at all um, but just send the information through that email they will reach out to me and hey maybe i can answer some of those questions that i'm not going to be able to cover today uh, but my goal is to uh, reach anyone in the community. I do cover several uh, areas, uh, counties that is, including Mahoning and Trumbull, but also Stark, Summit, Wayne, Medina, uh, Richland, and I think Tuscarawas County. So awesome. with that being said, I'm gonna go over all these things here. Let's keep moving here. 2021 updates. I wanna make sure everyone listening, Ms. Um, Chisholm Pinkert has our information because they wanna know, okay, what's going on in 2021 as far as the social security benefits? Well. We found out and we know now there's been a cost of living adjustment. We call it COLA, 1.3%. When we receive a COLA and the notification that there's a COLA, it also changes other things. 
one of those things that may change is the maximum taxable earnings. So this year in 2021, you can make $142,800 and we will continue to take the social security tax out. We call it a FICA tax, a Federal Insurance Contribution Act. So those of you who are working up to $142,800, there is uh, a social security tax. Those um, who are working, you wanna know, well, how much do I need to make each year for what we call those credits? Well, that has changed. This year is $1,470. The average social security check this year is gonna be $1,543 for retirement underneath, just a little underneath $1,300, $1,277 for social security disability. And for the maximum, people ask me this all the time. They say, what's the maximum check? Technically, we don't have a cap, but if you're looking at someone who paid that um, maximum taxable earnings each year, or their top 35 years of social security um, earnings, that individual social security check would be around $3,148. And one of the things that people ask me all the time, Ms. Chisholm Pickard, is they want to know, well, can I work and get a social security benefits? Yeah. Well, how much can I make? Mm -hmm. How much can I work and still receive a social security payment? Well, that dollar amount is $18,960. That's if you're underneath your full retirement age, which I'll cover um, this presentation. And if you're turning your full retirement age, you're turning your full retirement age, you're, you can make $50,000. $520 without it affecting you. You can okay. still receive your social security benefits. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what else is new? Uh, SGA, substantial gainful activity. Now, Ms. Chisholm Pickard, how I get this question is people who are receiving social security disability, they will say to me, they'll say, Robert, Mr. Finn, hey, social security guy, whatever way they want to call me, <laughs> they'll say, I'm receiving social security disability benefits. Can I still work? Well, there's something we call a trial work period. A trial work period is issued to an individual because we call it a work incentive. So this year in 2021, a person can make $940 gross per month for nine months, nine months, and it doesn't have to be consecutive. Before Social Security, uh, we'll have to determine whether or not you can get back into the workforce or not. So this is a quick example. Let's say someone found a job, they like it, and they're making $1,000 and they made it from January through September. They made $1,000 January through September, all over 940 months, $940. So therefore, the next pay, we're gonna call it a grace payment. And then the next month after that, we if they're making over the SGA, substantial gainful activity, $1,310, then that social security check may be suspended. Um, and when I say suspended, uh, because then we will no longer send out those payments. Okay. But because it's a work incentive, that individual, if they become disabled, um, they lose their job, they stop working for the same condition within five years, we can start those social security checks um, up again. They'll have to file an, uh, a, a report to us. We'll review their work history. But my point is not to get into all of those things, but $940 is the dollar amount. And then we go into the SGA's substantial gainful activity. So I'll keep moving because we got a lot to cover today. What else is new in 2021? Advanced designation of representative payees. What is that? What this means is, yeah. yes, yes, this is big. Um, I'll give you this example, uh, Madonna, that sometimes mom, dad, or someone's receiving a social security benefit and they file for that benefit. And then later on in life, they're not capable of handling their own affairs. Mm. So then they need a son, daughter, friend, loved one, what have you, to help them with their benefits. Well, now, since March 2020, an individual, when they file for their Social Security benefits, he or she can designate 
three people who, if when time passes, that they may want to serve as their representative payee. So that is a good thing. So that way, you know that you have already made note to Social Security. These are individuals that I trust. Mm -hmm. These are individuals I wish to contact Social Security. And so then Social Security can help make that a uh, the transition a lot smoother for you to make sure that your benefits and your your affairs again are taken care of. Okay. So this is a great thing. Mm -hmm. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right. Tax season, right? Oh, yeah. It's right around the corner. <laughs> yes, tax season. Um, so I must say this clear and direct. Social Security. I am from Social Security. I am not from IRS. <laughs> but IRS has given me the information to say, okay, this is this is the part where I can say, all right, so I have the okay on this part. People ask, well, are you going to tax my Social Security benefits? Yeah, that's what I want to well, know. Well, here's what IRS is going to look at. You know, <laughs> they're going to look at your adjusted gross income, any non-taxable interest that you have, and half of what you made from Social Security for that year. So if you made $12,000 for the year, $6,000, they're going to put that those things are added up to what they will call your combined income, combined income. So let me bring you to the next screen. What is combined income? If you are a single individual or if uh, Beyonce was here, all the single ladies. All right? the single ladies. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> and your income is between $25,000 to $34,000. There's a scale that can tax up to 50% of the benefit. If your income, your total income, $34,000 up to $44,000 is going to be taxed, could be taxed um, up to 85%. doesn't mean it is, mm -hmm. just these are the guidelines. If you're married, you jump the broom, you are now um, looking at a joint return. That individual, that couple could be $32,000 to $44,000. The total income that I just showed you in the prior screen could be taxed up to, could be zero, one, two, five, whatever, up to 50%. And if someone, um, if the couple is over $44,000, then they can be taxed up to 85%. Okay. Okay. Going on. This is a great source. Mm -hmm. um, I like to share um, Madonna with, with individuals. Ms. Chisholm Pickard here, uh, forgive me if she's also a friend. So if I yeah. vacillate between. It's you, okay, Madonna, sir. Ms. It's Pickard. okay, Robert. That's right. <laughs> Um, people right now um, have gone through this pandemic or going through this pandemic and they're trying to balance, you know, their, 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 uh, their finances. Well, I'm going to share a great website with you, mymoney.gov, mymoney.gov. What mymoney.gov is, is a collaboration of 20 different federal entities, Social Security, IRS, Veterans Affairs. Uh, they're all putting information in one site mymoney.gov. So for example, if you're thinking right now, we need to create a budget as a family or just myself, there are budget worksheets on this website. Wow. Maybe you have a, a young person in your life who thinks those new LeBron shoes are coming out, <laughs> Michael Jordan's, whatever you want to pick, Curry, it doesn't matter. They just feel like they have to buy them, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's information about saving and investing on here. You see spending, earn, save and invest, protect, borrow, um, these suites are all up here. You can click on any one of these leaves or one of these suites that you see up top and you can get that information. Uh, we had some. Uh, yeah, this is a great source. There was a change in all the tax laws and what have you. People are saying, oh, what percentage bracket and all that? I don't know all that stuff, nor will I speak on it. 
but you can find a lot of this information here at mymoney.gov. So great source. And one other thing I'm going to share before we segue mm. in here is Medicare. Yeah, that's a big Social one. Security. Yes. Social Security and Medicare are together, but at the same time separate. Okay. Social Security is the avenue to Medicare, meaning you work, you pay into Social Security, then you are eligible for your Medicare benefits. Now, Medicare themselves, they help manage and, and explain the program themselves. We at Social Security, we can give you some basics as well, but Medicare.gov is a separate uh, entity, a separate agency. But I want to make sure that everyone understands you have this source at your fingertips as well, Medicare.gov. And you can find information about your Medicare costs, signing up for plans and information. As you can see, it's all here at the top of the screen. And I just want to encourage everyone, check out this website. Okay. It's very good. A lot of information in there. So I'm going to pause for a second here. Okay. And you know what? That's a good time to pause because I think people would want to know more about that Medicare information for sure, Robert. But we're at about yes. halfway through the show. Do you mind if we take a, a quick break and come back? You speak, I listen. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we are going to be right back, folks. Welcome back to WFMJ Community Connection. We are having great information with Robert Finn from the Social Security Administration. He's going to come back with us right now. And we're going to get some more information. Robert, it's on you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, as we last spoke, uh, we we're talking about Medicare. Now, many people... Is again during the pandemic, they're just wanting to make sure that they have that proper insurance coverage. Well, I want to give you uh, a couple sources um, that you can contact. Of course, the 1 800 Medicare number. I'm going to start there. You can call 1 800 633 4227, as you see on the screen there, um, <clears throat> or 877 486 2048 uh, for those who have a uh, hearing uh, or, or a low hearing. Ability, So you can contact that phone number or you can go to the website, as I showed you in the prior screen, Medicare.gov. But there's also another source that we have here in Ohio. It's called OSHIP, Ohio Senior Health Insurance Information Program. If you have not heard of one of the ships, it is a great source for you to get information a, without any uh, feeling that someone's trying to sell you something, you know, because they can't endorse any insurance companies. But if you wish, you can contact one of the OSHIPs and they will give you free personalized counseling, you know, on Medicare choices. And again, that says unbiased. They can't tell you, take this one, take this one. But the easiest way to understand this is let, let's say that you, you have a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare Supplement plan, you know, Part C or Part D and your prescription plan. And you're thinking, hmm, or is there is there another one out there for me? Is there another source that I could, you know, possibly use to cover for my prescriptions or cover for my uh, the supplement? Well, that is uh, something that you can do through the OSHIP. And then they can also assist you with complaints and appeals. Uh, it's a great source. They have a formulary. So you can tell them what your prescriptions are and say, this is how much I want to pay for it. They have that information. They type it into the computer and they'll say here in the Northeast Ohio area, here are their insurance companies that would meet that need. And then they'll provide it to you, mail it out to you, and you can use that. Again, free of charge. It's a great source for you to use. So uh, definitely uh, uh, take heed to that word there. Okay. Prescriptions, they do cost. Oh, right? yes. <laughs> and sometimes oh, yes. they can be quite expensive. Right? Well, with Social Security, if someone has a prescription drug plan, 
All right. They can contact Social Security to see if they can get extra help to pay for their prescription costs. Is it can that save right? them up to that is right. That is right. It is true in that I am encouraging individuals, and that's a needs-based program based upon the individual's income. And mm-hmm. they have certain scales which they'll look at. But my point is, it's my grandmother used to say this phrase. <laughs> she used to say, and beats Nan. And what she was saying is that it's better to get something, you know, to ask and get something than not ask, you know, and not get anything. I I agree with grandma. Right, right. Grandma knows. Right. And if anyone puts it on the t-shirt, I'm coming for him. (laughs) But my point is that maybe you can have your co-pays reduced. Maybe you can have your premiums reduced or deductibles. So it doesn't mean that just because you don't meet the income requirement. They can't assist you some other way. So be sure, look at the bottom of the website here or on my, on my screen, ssa.gov forward slash extra help. That is a great source for you. People are uh, unfortunately no longer employed. Um, you know, they lost their job during this pandemic. That is quite possible. Yes. And maybe they are uh, over age 65 or disabled and they had or wanted to get their Medicare Part B. Well, I'm sharing with you that you can get your Medicare Part A or in which to add that Part B through an online application through our website, socialcredit.gov. And if you were someone who filed for Part A already and you declined Part B because you were still working at that time and you were covered by the group health plan, you can now during this pandemic, you can just fax in your document showing that you were covered. Great. Prior to the pan, yes, prior to the pandemic, the individual would have to get the form from us, take the form back to their job, then bring the form in some form in some way back to us. So now, now it can all be done to, online. Yes, so wow. they can then print it out. We have a template on our website. They can fill out the the template and then fax it straight in. Okay. We're not going to have individuals, you know, if you will, have to go back to their employer to get that document. Now we're talking about, you know, uh, social distancing and getting what having all those different things, right? So this is a great opportunity for them to do. They can get these forms at ssa.gov forms. Um, You see the forms called a CMS, Centers of Medicare uh, 40B or the L564. Both of those documents. Again, this is all on our website. So great, great source. Please look that up. Some individuals do pay a little more for their Medicare Part B. And you know, it may sound a little funny, but I think people understand it to be true that people get together. Right. Even though we may be socially distancing, <laughs> gossip or just conversation or whatever word you want to use, it still takes place. People sure talk <laughs> and they will say, I'm paying this much for my Medicare Part B. You're paying that much. Why is there a difference? Mm-hmm. Well, a, Medicare Part B is based upon the individual's income. Many may not know that your Medicare Part B Benefits are actually subsidized. The government pays for one portion, you pay for another. So the standard 2021 amount for Medicare Part B is $148.50. But if your income is higher, your modified adjusted gross income is $88,000 to $111,000, you could pay an additional $59.50. All right, for the Part D, $12.30. And as you can see, the scale increases if the income of the individual increases. Okay. So Ms. Chisholm Pickard, even though you're making $500,000 this year, right? you're going to have to pay. 
<laughs> someone will pay an additional $356.40 for their Medicare Part B. Okay. Now, keep this in mind. IRS is sending Social Security this information, and we have to fall uh, subject to what they have given us, the standard, the information, and then we apply it, right? They're going back two years to determine what your Medicare Part B premium is. It is possible for someone to have stopped working or lost their job. So there are what we call life-changing events, and I want to share those with you, that if you fall on each one of these categories you see, the marriage has changed, uh, there's a divorce, death of your spouse, work stoppage, work reduction, loss of income producing property, loss of pension income, or employer gave you a settlement payment, you can submit this form, SSA 44, and then we won't charge you oh. that new amount. Okay. Right? So okay. The, now, again, this is a, this is a life uh, type of life-changing event that I'm sharing with you. It may not apply to everyone, but I want to make sure that you know that there is another resource out there that we are, we are looking to assist individuals to make sure they are aware and that they're being charged the correct amount for their Medicare Part B premium. Robert? If I can, yes, I'm looking here. One of the listings there is work stoppage that can be during the pandemic, right? Right, right. Okay. So we will look into that. Um, okay. I will say this, that um, from my experience working with Social Security, we want to know the information. You see, because it says the date of life-changing event, mm -hmm. right? So we want to see that. Oh, Each gosh. situation will have to be developed. I don't want anyone just to think, well, um, I just got married, and so that automatically makes you qualify. It, very likely, you know, mm -hmm. work just stopped. Very likely, but we need to develop it first just to see what happened, what took place. Okay. Um, sometimes someone may sell their property. That doesn't count as a life-changing event, right? So we have to develop it first. Okay, okay, I see. And you know what, Robert? Yep. My, my director has already told me we've got about five minutes left. So if no there's problem. something Good, you want I to specialize, talk on real quick, let's do it. Great. No problem. I'm going to hit these quick bullet points then. Uh, that was a great timing. Will unemployment affect my benefit? No. The answer is simple. We do not uh, uh, have to worry about, you do not have to worry about unemployment affecting your Social Security benefits. Uh, will workman's compensation affect my benefits? Your disability? Yes, it is possible, unless it's a disability payment from a private pension. Oh, okay. Workman's compensation itself and other public disability benefits may reduce the benefit. If someone gets, uh, they, they go back to work, can my Social Security check increase? It is quite possible. Social Security uses your top 35 years of your lifetime. So if you go back to work and your new income is higher than the ones we use to figure out your Social Security payment, that can increase your Social Security check. Now, okay. if it's less than the amounts that we use to figure out how much we're going to pay you, then the answer is no. Okay. Be cautious of any suspicion suspicious phone calls that you receive. Oh, yeah. Just yesterday, I received one of these phone calls, Madonna, just oh. yesterday. And someone's trying to get you, you know, they're trying to pressure you to give you uh, their, so their, your Social Security information. Mm -hmm. Social Security employees, we do not threaten anyone with arrest or any type of scheme in order to tell you to put this money on a gift card. <laughs> Just hang up. Right. It's plain and simple. If we need to speak to you, we're going to mail you a letter. We're going to notify you. Or if you contacted us first, wanting us to call you back, that would make sense. Okay. Otherwise... These are scam calls. Hang up. You can report it at the bottom of our website, oig.ssa.gov, if you disclose some of your personal information that you shouldn't have, oig.ssa.gov. Uh, uh, okay. If you, respect any, if you suspect any fraud, 
This is another number I can share with you. You can be on the do not call registry. You see that number there, 888-382-1222. That's a great number to use. If someone in your family or if you know you suspect elder abuse, there's an elder care number, 1-800-677-1116. So good information for you to have there. The credit agencies, if someone uses your social security number, this is the source that you should contact them. Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. We at Social Security, if someone's using your credit, your Social Security number for credit, we don't have any control over that. These are the numbers that you would want to contact uh, the Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. You can look them up on the computer uh, as well. And um, we have our full retirement age. Those who are turning age 62 this year, their full retirement age is 66 in 10 months. So just keep that in mind that the full retirement age does go up um, now each year since 1943. And if you're looking to file for your spousal benefits, not every spouse gets half unless my wife is there because she says the wife gets half and then some (laughs) no matter what. But in terms of Social Security, you have to be your full retirement age to see if you're even eligible for half. There's a new guideline since 2015. I want to make sure that people understand that if you file for your Social Security benefits, we always have to pay you what you're due first, then Then make up the difference. Then, yes, if it goes up to half. Okay. If you were married, you have to marry for at least 10 years to see if you can file as an ex-spouse. So just keep that in mind. I want to make sure everyone knows that. 10 years is a requirement. So you go home and make a good meal tonight. You know, if you eat nine years and 360 days, you make a good meal so you can get to that 10-year mark. (laughs) Uh, We have spousal benefits and surviving benefits. It simply means... If someone is a surviving spouse, we do pay a higher percentage. It starts okay. around 71.5% in many cases. All right, Robert, you know what? Again, we're, we're close on time. But what I yes. want to do is, first of all, thank you for giving all of us this great information. It's great. And if anybody wants to visit our website at WFMJ.com, this information will be on our website for you to, to get and to look at. And Robert... Thank you. Thank you. A million times. Thank you for coming on WFMJ Community Connection. I'll make sure that the information is on our website accordingly. And please don't stay a stranger. I won't stay a stranger. Make sure everyone share this information and that I have on the bottom of the screen, socialcurity.gov, especially for our vulnerable populations right now. A lot of people may need some assistance. That's why I have the Youngstown and Warren numbers on there for you. Okay. Well, thank you, Robert. It's great talking to you. And remember, everybody, a positive attitude can indeed make anything happen for anyone. And when you are out and about, please wear your seatbelt, mask up, wash your hands and keep social distance. Have a great week and we'll see you next weekend on WFMJ Community Connection.